Books. Of the week. 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 There's Sunday and there's Monday. There's Tuesday and there's Wednesday. There's Thursday and there's Friday. Hey there, Eric. Hey! Books of the week, baby. Books of the Books week. Books of the week. Last week I did our little intro and mid thing, whatever, what do you call that, an interlude? Sure. What do they call it? Prelude? Um, um, intermission That's ah. what I was thinking of uh, between the books. But yeah, we are here for the books of the week. And I was talking to you before we're doing this again as a kind of an advertisement. It is. I, I don't want to pretend it's anything but... I think it's a sampler. Uh, it is a sampler. It's like the uh, the meat and it's cheese. The, it's the poo-poo platter. <laughs> it is the meat and cheese sampler. But yeah, this again is going to be two of the books that we picked. Not necessarily. Me and you were talking that I have an idea in my head. This is not necessarily the best books of the week. It's not necessarily the biggest books, though it, it will tend to be that. But it's the books that I think that we have the most fun talking about, and that would be tonight. Batman number one and Superman number one, which I had a lot of fun times. talking. It's good times talking to you, fucking Gordon screaming, fucking <laughs> Lois Clark, getting punched in the Clark, face, Clark punching people in the face about wearing flannel. That's just good stuff. But yeah, if you're listening to this and have never listened to us, I apologize right away. Oh, it's gonna and, be terrible. Oh yeah, you'll hear some cursing and things like that. But if you do want to get excited. For our podcast, if you hear what you hear tonight and say, or tonight, whenever, and say, boy, I like what they got going on there at that weird science, just go on a limb and, and download our nine-and-a-half-hour podcast. You might like it a lot as well, right? Maybe. People seem to like it. We talk about freaking projectile diarrhea, uh, all sorts of great things. That's what Rebirth's all about, right? Projectile diarrhea. Projectile diarrhea. That's all Shitting on the floor and vomiting across the table. there. You talk about pepperoni sticks. You get all that. But um, we're going to go off to the first book uh, in this podcast, and that will be Batman number one. And again, if, if you hear this, there's going to be some little edits, probably uh, not everything. You'll get the director's cut and the regular thing, Eric. See, nice. I give them the sample. They get that free. They're going to have to pay for the rest. Studio interference going on right here. That is right. But yeah, uh, this will be Batman number one, and then we'll be back to talk a little between that and Superman. Batman number one, Eric. That's so weird. It's weird, too, because Batman probably wouldn't sell as good if it wasn't for that Gotham TV show. <laughs> if it wasn't for that Batman v Superman. Letting everybody know the characters. <laughs> Batman number one written by Tom King. Art by David Finch, Matt Banning, Jordy Belair, and John Workman. It's like us, Workman. Constantly barely, Workman. Barely talk. I'm, I don't know if you've ever had such a sore throat that as I'm talking, I am legitimately almost screaming. Everything I say so that it comes out, it's making it worse. It, no, I don't even remember how bad it sounded when you like I was sick as hell and you're like you're coming yeah, on yeah. doing a couple of books. That yeah. was pretty bad in my mind. Yeah, this is this is bad. We finally get what I've been waiting for, and hopefully you are a hundred percent Tom King Batman, and I think it was a success. Oh yeah. Yes, it was a balls to the wall action fest <laughs> that also gave new readers a good idea what is important to Batman when it comes to dying. But also living. <laughs> I wrote this. You're an asshole. <laughs> it's a love letter to Pat. Sure, it might have been a bit corny sure, or redundant. It might have been a bit corny or redundant to readers of the new Fifty Two, but I liked it a whole lot. We also get a second look at the new villains, Gotham and Gotham Girl. Second look, Eric. That's a little, I thought they were heroes, Jim. That's a little inside thing there that I know that's just the second time because I read the Rebirth special. Sure did. And you a couple know times. We get to see Gotham and Gotham Girl. It's funny. It's, that's what I thought she was going to be called. Um, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one surprised to see how super they really are. What do you think of that? You know what? You landed on pretty thick here, Rex. I, I went into this book and I thought to myself, you know what? 
I, I'm a little worried. But when I came out, I had my arms wide open. Yeah. You are just trying to lose it, aren't you? I know. I was just trying to think of anything I could lead into yelling and singing. But no, uh, you were you had to have been shocked about Gotham and Gotham Girl, right? I'm Which saying, I never I, would have thought that they were supermen. I can't women. even say I was shocked because I we knew a bit going in these were going to be the like pseudo villains going forth the Tom King's run. I didn't know anything about him except no, for you know really, it's not our single yet. Job. It's almost they our time. They did a great job in setting it up because yeah. when you saw that in Rebirth, they said that no, 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 not our signal yet. Yeah. And now you really do when they what that happens at the end, which we'll get to that, leads to the fact that these are going to be villains kind of like an Azrael where they think they are better and they are more suited to save Gotham. They're not coming in as a, as I can see it right now, of a, oh, we're going to figure out, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> I'm going to fucking do this. No, not I, a bunch of mustache they're coming swirlers. in as, you know, they're coming in as one of those where we see it all the time. I, like Lex yeah. in the action comics. I can do a better job. I'm more suited. And they, they kind of... Tom King does throw it at you, but the also one thing I want to remind you, not remind you, but tell you what I thought going into this or after I read it, was that really this is the first book of his run. You know, you had the rebirth, that's him and Scott Snyder setting the tone, but I think he continues this because if not, you would probably get these villains right away. You would get more of that. He's setting up a whole lot of stuff before that. I think he's getting everybody to catch up because even with these, the rebirth number one, a lot of people aren't even going to jump on with that. When they go to the comic store and they're going through and they're, oh, I don't understand what that is. That must be uh, like some fucking graphic tie novel. In, you know, whatever, you know, tie. Yeah, yeah. When they see a Batman number one, that's where most of the people are going to go. Now, I, I want to see how this translates in the numbers when we do so get do the sales. If the ones, legitimate ones are, say, 10,000 more, you know what I mean? Less, more, I don't know. Uh all those numbers are sometimes they're fucked around because of the people just collecting shit to, to do it. But uh, I love this issue. I'll it's tell you right now. Issue right I really, really enjoyed it. And it makes me here's the deal. I was always looking forward to Batman. I don't think that anybody out there. I couldn't lie to you and say, you know what, Eric? Now I'm looking forward to this. No, this it's is Batman. Of, yeah, this is Tom one of the King. books that most people have been looking forward to. When I read this, though. Especially this issue, I realize he knows the characters. He's a fucking hell of a scriptwriter. I don't even care. Voices. You don't even. You can tell me whatever you want about ideas and whatever. The thing that has gotten him as far as he he's done is his script writing. The dialogue that this guy writes in a comic is fucking almost second to none. It really is. That Grayson, the humor that he put in was all because of character and dialogue. It was never forced. It was all led to. And I love it. I really do. Well, it starts. And though I have some major issues with this comic, <laughs> but I wanted, when I start nitpicking people, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I just, I have to nitpick. That's just how I am. As all these other sites say, we're very negative, Aaron. But it starts off and you see a plane. And you see a kid, and I was like, what? Oh. what the hell? What is this? Fucking, are we going flashback Dick Grayson? Because it looks you, like young Dick Grayson. As, as soon as we got started with this issue, though, ever since I said in that one, uh, like the two issues ago of Red Hood Arsenal, when we saw that ping, I'm like, that means mother box. Yeah. I see that ping everywhere. Now it's for a goddamn seatbelt safety sign. You know, These like pings. 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 My motherfucker, just throw it in my face. Yeah. But yeah, you, you get this kid, to me, looks like. He looks like a Robin. He looks like every Robin there ever and, was. And it's weird because, like, again, I you even said before we started that I've affected you. And we yeah. even – did you uh, – when you listened, did you hear the, the mail from last I, week? Oh, no, about, you sent me that mail, okay, I believe. I did. And I may have, but about how it means everything. I actually think I sent you an interview with them, but then the mail kind of said the same thing. Right. But yeah, so me and you are going into these things. Everything has to mean something. <laughs> Maybe it does. Maybe he's looking like Robin because that's like the the future hope of Gotham. Batman Rebirth number one, I read it as a straight issue. I wasn't trying to read too much into it. And now because of this nonsense, I am looking at numbers trying to add them up to some goddamn secret meaning somewhere down the line. I'm fucking stupid now from trying to fucking read too much into it. I'll tell you one thing that I also think with Tom King is he's a very cinematic writer. Where, like, this could be the start of a movie. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He sets up the stuff so well because as this plane's going and flying through the bat signal in any second, there is Gordon and Batman on the rooftop. 
Now, also, I know that he's like, hey, you should give me your number or whatever. It's weird that he's called Batman with this bat signal for what he is calling him for. It doesn't seem like there is a quote-unquote emergency at the moment because Batman knows all about it. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think he's looking for a little bit of info sharing. Hey, what more do I you don't know, know, Batman? Because he's saying this, and what he wants to talk to him, he's lighting that goddamn signal <laughs> for something that happened a week ago. And that and cigarette. Says, yeah, he's I like think he just cigarette. needs an excuse to get onto to the rooftop well, cigarette yeah. break. That's the thing. You're not allowed to smoke even on that, that rooftop, I think, but he can sneak out there. I, I hide him yeah, behind I that signal. That. Nobody knows that he's smoking. <laughs> that's, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I better go call Batman. They're like, we don't need Batman right now. Oh, no, we need oh, Batman. No, we need Batman. Because Real bad. He wants to talk to him about uh, something that happened a week ago. And again, if, if I'm going to read a lot into this, I'm going to say that Tom King is going to show you exactly what people people jumping on with this know about batman and want to see you want to see gordon with the bat signal everybody knows what that is everybody loves it always so, love that interaction and even the case of him smoking again you know what i mean and yeah, yes he's older again he looks the guy has gained now 50 pounds in a week <laughs> what he's let himself go to hell but they're there and they're talking about that cobra has stolen some uh surface to air missiles that's great it's not great, but yeah, well, I like know, this thing. We got the start of a mystery going on. What and happened to the, the fucking missiles? The mystery is solved immediately <laughs> as they're talking. "Quote unquote," said missiles fly into the sky and hit the plane that's right above them. If they're it, as my oldest son Alex, who now I remember, I have an older son. Yes, that's a quinky dink there, mm-hmm. Eric. Uh, you are talking about something that immediately happens right above them. That is a little forced. A little bit. Um, I like the way it's set I up, though, the visually. Oh, I did, too. I didn't mind it. But then here's – people were mad at me on the site, but here's where my – one of the, the coincidence is my probably my biggest problem. Then my next biggest problem is Gordon. Gordon starts screaming like a fucking lunatic. And I know you're going to tell me. You, you can say. You may not tell me. They told me on the site that yes, a did. plane just got hit by a missile. Yes. People are upset. Gordon is over the top screaming. He yells. He sees it. Holy, we need to get. He is, looks like. I mean, he looks like he has gone insane. He turns Everyone. around. We need to get the Batman's gone. No screaming. Then he no. goes. Right. 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 And I said in my notes that this is to me a little kid who's running outside and scrapes his knee and starts fucking crying like a little baby. <laughs> and ah, 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 and then looks and nobody's there. Stops because the crying is is why is he? And he gets st- up and walks home. Goes yeah, and walks home and goes. And why? And then when his mom's like, "Oh, you want a band? I don't need a bandaid. What am I, little bitch? What am I, little bitch? My little bitch, and mama." Now, see, like you're mad at the screaming there. I am more you're just at- mad. He's wasting time. <laughs> he's wasting time pointing at the fact. Oh, that Batman! He got me again. Well, that's what Fucking I'm saying. Is crashing, motherfucker! Goes, Get on I this. I think it goes together because he's so crazy. <laughs> And then when he sees Batman, like he's putting on a show. Also, just because of what we read before, this guy, this guy was Batman. I don't. We'll never know the exact time frame. It could have been last week. This guy was Batman. Don't well, tell like a fucking idiot. I'd say it's been a little bit more. He grew that mustache back, the hair, put on. I some know, paint. but again, this is—it's all hokey. Yeah. It's all back to the deal. But he's yelling. Also, you don't need to yell at Batman. You don't need to yell like that. You're like, Batman's shit. on it, Jim. The minute that you see that, you're there with Batman. Batman is going to take off to save the thing, and you say, I'll get my guys. Boom. So he's there. So I had an issue with him yelling and screaming. But again, not a big issue. I've never been under a plane that's been hit by a service air muscle. Maybe that's what happens. But then, yeah, you see Batman. And also, I think that this is a thing Tom King is doing as an interplay to show here's what normal people would react Here's how Batman reacts, and he reacts like a badass, and he oh, always will. Yeah, he just jumps off, and it gets me throughout the issue how cool he is. Because there's points where he is talking, he doesn't, Batman. he doesn't even pause within a sentence as he's <laughs> flying off a goddamn bridge. Like I'm telling you, he's flying off the bridge. Hey, do, could you have a moment, sir? Yeah. Of course I do, Alfred. You, the, in that point, they could think that he's in line at Subway, 
three for fifteen dollar deal. He's he the worst thing that he's upset at is they're out of green peppers. I don't know, but he jumps off the green plane. peppers on a hoagie. What's wrong I, with you? They have that there. That's an it's option. Gross. I think it's ridiculous. That fucking you. You put you get lettuce, a Philly cheesesteak hoagie. You put lettuce. You better shut your mouth. You put lettuce on a hoagie, and I'm already getting a little upset. If that hoagie's heated, you take that lettuce off, my friend. Oh yeah, you no can't have lettuce. You should ever have uh, fucking lettuce. Never. Maybe you get the McDLT back in the day. Cool side, cool. God, it was so good. Hot side, hot. It was it was a fucking styrofoam issue. They, it ruined it all. You it know, ruined what? the planet and yeah, our fucking so, appetites. So, goddamn social justice warrior ruined our fucking McDLT. <laughs> and we had the big and tasty, perfect solution there. They got no, rid of that like assholes. I no, don't. No, no, it wasn't because the goddamn lettuce was fucking watery then. Yeah, but that, that's because it, the cool side wasn't cool anymore. Sure wasn't. What the hell are we talking about? Batman. Even tasty. He's zipping off there, and he's he's talking. And really, I will admit that a lot of this talk throughout this issue got a little technical for me uh, when we get to the angles and stuff oh, like that. Oh, dude, I'm this, telling you. Fucking Duke. Let's, uh, like, we're talking about it's been a week since Gordon's been Batman. Yeah. It's been fucking seven, 17 hours since Duke's been fucking, like, whatever he is now, assistant, yep. partner. And Batman's like, Duke, I need you to find me an angle on this so yeah. I can ramp the plane and like from the car to the plane, the speed, that's the velocity. The, the worst and that's I'm like, so crazy about that. Like, oh my it, god, I was not very good weird, at math, though, Batman. Because he says, You're right. You can help Duke. Pull up the info on the plane and the car. I need an angle. That's all he says. How do I do that? I don't I wouldn't even know what he meant. I don't know an I, angle. I'd be like, well, you were getting a sandwich at Subway, so you weren't like – it's almost the angle is Batman's afraid that he's going to get tagged for this. He's, I need an angle, buddy. I don't want to get tagged for blowing up this plane. What's my angle? But, Duke, that's the greatest thing. I think that it is made that way to show you that Duke and him are already – boom. Oh, yeah. It's, Duke's I'm on the trolley. I'm snapping. But I'm telling you, I just put myself in Duke's shoes, and I'm an idiot. So yeah. I'm like, people are dead. There's nothing I can do here. Oh, I'm sorry, also, Batman. Also, what you get, too, he jumps off the building. The angle of your dangle is related as, to the heat of your meat. The heat of the meat. As he jumps off, also, Batman definitely has, like, a um, modus operandi as he goes. He calls uh, he calls freaking Alfred first, gets all the info. Then he says, I need Duke. Now Duke goes on. And I loved it. I love that Batman. This is a guy who's always prepared. We see it. We Did see you like it. this new Batmobile? It's okay. It's, it's okay. very it's like reminiscent a, of the Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we're going to see it again because it looks like he kind of destroyed it at the, in yeah, this issue. Yeah. But I, I really just got used to the I new get that, Batmobile. Yeah, I get that it's one of those. Remember that one issue where we saw like the 50 million Batmobiles oh, yeah. and he had him go down? On, it was on Clark, right? When Clark was Jokerized. I believe it's when he busted in and they dropped him. Oh, yeah, Endgame first and, issue. Uh, it or something it was, like that? Yeah, it was really good. So I, I just think this is one of the, the horde of Batmobiles. <laughs> but yeah, Duke's right on I keep buying Batmobiles for my Imaginex. Keep them around my Batcave. Yeah. Yeah, and Duke's right on, and also he even says with his, uh, like, hey, you want me to get in the yellow? He says, I'm here, Bruce. You want me to put on the yellow? Dude and needs I liked a name. It. Dude I, needs a name, something fierce. I think that when, because he calls him Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas, and, and he doesn't that, even know what to call the costume? Just I, put on the yellow. Yeah, yeah, put on the yellow. I think that what Batman is doing is just that they're showing that he respects him, and oh, he's, no, he's like treating him as an equal. I really do think that, and he doesn't, he's not going to explain shit to the point where he is asking Duke, the craziest fucking got thing. got 53 seconds. Yep. Make it happen, Duke. Craziest fucking thing. And going right with it. Never yeah. questions him because this, is, this isn't this is his chum Robin. I think this isn't equal. This is what – and, man, he busts off that bridge because the angle is the angle that he has to go off the bridge. Yes. And so what he wants to do. Also, again, we're talking about things. You want to talk about how they have – like Batman's prepared for everything. I think this is also supposed to show you that – he is telling Duke some things because really what he's doing is asking him where to jump off the bridge so he can eject and fly up to there. Duke would never know what the fuck he's talking about by just no. saying what's the plane thing, boom. They are so in, in tune and also I think that he is training Duke to legitimately be Batman. Like these other people, like even Dick Grayson and stuff, they, he trained them to be a sidekick to go off. I don't know. There's too much more of this that Duke is too well in tune with this. I'm done. They're seriously in tune from the get go of yeah. this issue. I mean, this is this is crazy in tune. Uh, but yeah, he busts off through off the bridge in the Batmobile and then hits the ejector seat. I'm telling you, right there, it, this this book is awesome. 
And I'm telling there you, there's Batman in a fucking ejector seat flying to the flying pl- through the air. And I love the fact that you see the wind going through his cheeks, through oh, his yeah. teeth. You know what's it? Yeah, you had that. You know what's even better is then Gordon's yelling at him again. Sure. <laughs> and because there's Batman, I'm gonna call Gordon. Do you copy? Gordon, do you copy? I'm here, and I can. What do you need? <laughs> He's you a maniac. The, you look at the art. He is screaming at the top <laughs> of his lungs. And then you see the next panel. And there's that little Batman in the ejector seat flying. I think that that's the best panel of the whole fucking issue. It makes it so good to show you. There's little Batman. He, he and at this point, I don't know. I'm telling you, if that's the best panel, you, I'm sorry. The best bit of dialogue has to be, uh, like, wait, wait, did you say push? Where are you? I'm on yeah. the plane. You yeah. know, it's like, see, I don't find that. But again, then he no, no, I, says, I love it. I, I love it. But when he goes, oh, oh of course, of course, again, plane. now he stops yelling. Oh, of course you're on the plane. Left I think you a minute ago. The ne- yeah, and two seconds from there, they don't show you. He's in the Wendy's drive-through getting a frosty. <laughs> it seems like he's given up that. He's, oh, well, he's yeah. Got stuck in traffic. Of course you're on the plane. Yeah, I'll take a number two large. Uh, the burger with uh, cheese. Uh, no, no lettuce. Uh, pickle mayo. Extra pickles. I'm a yeah. pickle guy. Yeah. He's fucking ridiculous, Gordon. He is so worthless in this issue. Uh, this guy was Batman a week ago. But yeah, the, <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. But yeah, even he wasn't then, a very good Batman. We're not even Jim. talking about the fact that Batman now knows what he's going to do. It may not work, but if it does, he needs Gordon to change the plan. He needs Gordon to get everybody to the Blackgate Bay or whatever. Yeah. Because that's where he's going to bring the plane down. Gordon argues with him. <laughs> Gordon. And I'm like, dude, dude just do what Batman says. You left him a minute. He left you a minute ago, and he's already on that yeah, goddamn plane. Yeah, he left you a minute Batman ago. Says. He is ejector seat onto the plane. Yeah, really. If at this point there was problems on the moon of Titan, Batman would be there. Don't I don't argue. know how fucking Gordon got out of the police station for the amount of time that's passed already. He was at Wendy's. I really don't. No, I mean, like, he should still be huffing his way down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, really. I also like the fact, like, this panel that I said. I'm a smoker, I, really, I know. Shit's I like hard. it as well because it's almost the opposite of the missile that hit. It's almost like a, the missile destroyed. Here comes Batman to save. And, yeah, Gordon's yelling. But then you go. Batman gets on the plane. You have this crazy-ass guy. Where was the NSA when this guy got his ticket? Where's the fucking never, air marshal? This guy, and again, people do go. his ass. When I go nuts in a plane that something happened, you know what I'm yelling? I'm not yelling about Batman. I'm yelling, God damn it, I'm going to fucking die. And I'm sitting next to Dick Grayson, the queen of fucking England. Look at her. Look at this old fucking bitch. I'm yelling. In the, or even that, the lady next to him has got the, the cross and the, the rosary beads. I'm like, where's your fucking God, lady? Who wants yelling. to suck a dick before they die? Because yeah, no, I'm game exactly here. That. Ding. And there's where the little kid. Oh, but yeah, this is going to get weird. The little kid's there. And also, I also want to point out, he looks out the window. Very Greg Capullo-esque look yes. to him. He has that pug nose and stuff. But yeah, he looks out, and it's terror at 2,000 feet. Batman is on the fucking wing. At the same time, there's a bat on the wing. Also, and he's like, why do we deserve? This guy's still yelling. Why do we deserve who we get? I'm not a joker or a riddler. I turn around and go, you motherfucker. That fucking badass Batman's on the plane wing right now. Go look at this asshole. But yeah, he's there. And, Everybody, come check this shit out. And I didn't know what he was doing, but then I realized that way. He puts it, and he's putting, you know, a thruster. Gets thrusters on the wings. And he's going to do, he's getting all the angles. And again, some of the, the angle bit, eh, it got a little too much, but it was really good. I, I can't even say, I won't say that the pacing was bad. The pacing was great. And to the point where... Yeah, the pacing was fucking fast yeah, as and, hell. I'm telling you, when I first read this, I thought it was a little bit off because I'm like, how the hell is he doing all this stuff? The plane's been hit by a missile. It's coming down. It's coming down fast. And then when I read it again, I'm like, God damn, we are moving at a goddamn yeah, fast-ass pace is. getting us here, and it works now, really also, well. Also, I don't know if this is because I have enjoyed almost ever. I really – even the one like uh, Flash that I last uh, uh, episode I talked about, I still enjoyed it enough. Yeah. I've liked every Rebirth issue. And I think that is also tying into the fact that these all – when I get done every one, it seems like I'm like, god damn it, what was that, like 12 pages? Every yeah. one is like that. Then I'm like, oh, man, and I think it's because I want more. And I'm actually having fun 
reading it. It's about time, right? Yeah, it is. Because this is just so much fun. Batman is urban surfing a fucking plane. I'm telling you, before we got on, I'm like, this reminds me. This reminds me of Dr. Strangelove fucking going that down is. on the nuclear uh, missile. Slim Pickens. Yeah. Slim Pickens. <laughs> he's yelling. I always thought that was so great. But yeah, and he's, he's yelling to, to the deal. Now, here is where specifically I will tell you why I know that I love this issue and I love Tom King. I was not sure that he wasn't going to kill him. I actually thought to myself, holy shit, they put the fucking wraps on this. That Batman's going to die. You thought it was going to be like the second issue of Martian Manhunter where our main character died? I was like, what the fuck? Or he was just going to get so fucked up and this was going to be almost like a back-breaking thing where Duke is going to have to fill in and he now, this something different is almost Duke being Asriel and that's why we got Asriel a little out of the way in Detective Comics. I'm making up all these things because I was in. I was fully into this issue. for our hero. I was. And yeah, then you get a weird scene where you see the the it looked like a woman, but I guess it's a guy. No, I I, I it really did look like a woman. I think it was just the blood That's coming the out blood. of the mouth made it's it look like blood. a fucking lipstick. And boy, his side of his I was head looking got for blown tits, out. Honestly. Did you see that? The side of yeah. the head is blown out. But yeah, you see the cobra deal. Everything is really well laid out. Where Batman's still saying like I'm gonna save the city, um, but also that's exactly when. Uh, Alfred is telling Batman, listen, I see what you're doing. I understand what you have to do. You won't survive this. It's impossible. It's get rough, you have yeah. to know this. But at that point, we see that the person who had shot that missile, and I'm assuming they did shoot the missile and then got killed. Yeah, the Cobra agent yeah. shot the missile and then was killed by our mysterious and figure. Was, there's a mysterious figure that says, observe the clock, Batman. And I actually, like, you're almost led to believe uh, maybe that this was going to be Gotham. At this point. Right. Oh, my God. That's that new Gotham villain. And also with the, you know, the guy in the plane is only yelling. We, where's the, who we deserve? We deserve the, is only leading into this Gotham idea of this Gotham. Yeah, our super heroic yeah. characters yeah. like a Superman or a Green Lantern type yeah. of shit. Yeah. And, um, again. No, I think this, uh, this mysterious figure, I like, you know, observe the clock, yeah. Batman. To me, I could, like I'm saying, like I did with uh, Batman Rebirth number one. I could just be reading, like, strictly what it has in front of me here and not thinking too much about it. It's a reimagined Clock King in my you mind. You think it's Clock King, and that's yeah. a pretty cool deal because that's just thrown in there for later. Yeah. You know, we're going to deal with yeah, we're not dealing with this shit right now. No, we've got that, Gotham, that's Gotham pretty cool. Going. And also, because of what he's done, he did it after anything that would really affect the the story. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. They, they've already shot the missile, and he does this, and yeah, I think that you're probably right. That's probably a good call that later on will be back to him. But yeah, we see. I can't wait. That's a, that just sounds like a fun villain to throw at you. And it's a fun villain, but also what I love is that even Clockin thinks that Batman's going to survive this because he sees him. He's looking at Batman on top of a fucking plane. Observe the clock, Batman. But again, I think that that's also thrown in to throw people off thinking because the big thing of how Rebirth uh, – uh, the rebirth special ended with the clock and the the whole watchman. I don't. Yeah. Think that that's it. That's it. And if it is, then I think it's hokey. But speaking of hokey, because then Batman's saying he he thinks he's going to die as well. There really isn't any reason why anybody dealing with Batman at this point besides Clock King thinks he's going to live. No. So he says, listen. He starts getting his his things in order. Time's running out, Batman. And, and I like this because if you have been reading the new Fifty Two and you go in, obviously we've all had Batman die on us. And when he died, it did seem like the Bat family was in disarray. We had the whole Batman and Robin Eternal was trying to pick up the pieces and figure out lies that Batman had told him and things like this. I like here where either we go into it thinking, or my, me myself and I think that it is something where he has learned is he doesn't want this to happen again. So he says to Alfred, listen, um, I prepared messages for the boys in case well, I, I encountered because he didn't have that before. No. They were left high and dry. Alfred, I, I've got messages for all the boys and also make sure that Jason gets on that goddamn painting. And make sure. It, and, then, and then Alfred's like, I, I'll give you the first one. I don't know. That was, was more that? Irish. That was more Irish. <laughs> My throat's killing me. Hello, love. I'll give you the first one. But we talked about this with that painting, Master Bruce. It's not Classic happening. Alfred. It's not happening. <laughs> so he says like that. And he even show. says, but then it's so funny, too, because you have to been thinking about, like, what's this code? Zero, one, zero, no, no, that, That's what I was telling you about that I was trying to, like, see. Maybe it I is just, something. I don't know. I think 
if if anything, if this is one, it's just to show you that there is this safe because eventually somebody's going to break in and get some info on him. If there's if it is, it might just be out there. He might just be fucking with us. Then he talks to Mr. Thomas, Mr. or actually Thomas. he doesn't talk to Mr. Thomas. He talks about him, and this actually. It's one of the best parts for me because he does say, listen, pass on my regrets to Mr. Thomas. And I love right, just that. I love it that he's like, I really wanted to train him. I really was enjoying myself, but I'm not going to be able to. And I pass on my regrets. Just tell him I'm sorry. That, and Mr. then he goes Thomas on and says, adds an air Mr. Of respect Thomas, to it, you know? he has a respect for him. I think he is treating him as an equal. And he says then. If he wishes to continue with the education, and again, Tom King is so good. He, the fucking guy, get him over here. Get his pants off. I'm, I'm done right. with this because I'll the fact it. that Come he on. just doesn't say if he wishes to continue his education, he says as he should because Duke is kick-ass. He's a special kid. He says Dick Grayson's as good a teacher as I ever was. That's the, one of the nicest things that Batman has ever said it's since the Emperor. movie, too. You know what I mean? Like I don't this, know. He, he said a really nice thing about Dick and the Justice League this week, yeah, too. Yeah. So, but yeah. again, this is what I'm saying is I think that this part is all that, yes, people who read the Tynan number 52 are going to say, oh, wait a minute, because then Batman goes on and says, Alfred, would my parents have been proud? Uh, is this a good death? And this is very reminiscent of that very that he had that he wanted to make sure and that was the last thing he wanted to make his parents proud i like that as a callback to that for us but not as much as people jumping in that didn't read that new 52 to know that this batman is not just the god batman what do they call it the fucking the bat god the bat god that this is a guy who really cares about things he cares about his kids he considers them all his kids boys he is worried about Duke. He is a different person now. This Batman is not the same Batman that started, you know, the New 52 or even before. This is a Batman that either I have a theory also that he may also have a death wish and <laughs> wants to die. What he's saying is, hey, Alfred, you got a lot is, of bases covered it, here. <laughs> hey, is this a good death, Alfred? Because he's worried that he's going to die again. He died being spiteful and being a dick because he wanted to prove the Joker wrong. Um, you're getting this Batman who is concerned about not just avenging his mother and father's death, but doing something that would make them proud. And yes, that was in the 52 issue. And I didn't like it in the 52 issue. I like it better here. Yeah, and then they, like I said, he thinks it's Clark and it ends up being Gotham and Gotham Girl, these villains. And they fly out and I... And I, re- yeah, I really do think this is going to be one of those where they have shown up. You now they have saved a plane. Everybody's seen them. This isn't going to be them. Like, oh, Gotham's going to want them. Well, it's like when Superman saved the plane in the first Superman movie. He became yeah. this freaking goddamn yeah, like god thing. It's a play off that. Yeah. I, it's a little like that Ulysses story. To right. me, when uh, Jeff Johns took over Superman, because how I think, now it may not play out this way, but yeah, I think that they're going to be like, oh, Batman's fine. Look at these people. The Look, at they can fly. We can have somebody like Superman. I'm in. And Tell Bat- me, sec- next, Batman's going to be pushed aside. Next issue, it's going to be from all the buildup we have with that crazy guy on the plane. We're going to see a headline in the newspaper, Heroes We Deserve. Yeah, Heroes We Deserve. You're going to have them. And then you're going to get, I hope, a couple issues of Batman turning into pre-Flashpoint Superman, trying to find anything wrong with Gotham and Gotham Girl and not finding <laughs> shit. And then finding out later that he is. But, boy, they're some big dudes. I, who knows where they came from? But I really liked it. The art, David Finch's art was such a big to-do. Like, oh, my God, he's back on Batman. This is all. It was good. The character work was good, but nothing wowed me. Like, nothing at the end of this issue did I say, holy shit, I got to go back and look at that. I told you my favorite panel was that little, little tiny panel with Batman, the Batman because of the perspective of it and all, yeah, yeah. how it was. But, yeah, nothing really – amazed me i'm telling you i have some issues with the colors just because of how reminiscent it is of like uh snyder and capullo's run i just want i'm not saying i need a brighter fucking canvas for the batman book it just i just want a little bit more than the browns you know yeah but uh i really like that panel where he's going off the uh the GCPDs. I like that, and I up. love the ejector seat one. I, yeah, I that's cool too. Yeah. The the one where he's on the thing where uh, Alfred has to do the hokey. You got the new bat plane. You got the new bat plane. Actually, that, I thought that was hokey as hell that, too. That was hokey. But the panel where you see the perspective behind it's really badass. It is badass. But I I did like the whole issue. If anybody was against either Scott Snyder, not even just Scott Snyder, just didn't think that 
Batman is a fun book or, or an exciting book. This is an action fucking packed fun. It, where else are you going to get a book where a guy jumps off a fucking bridge, hits an ejector seat and goes on a plane. And the thing is, afterwards, you think, you know what? I could see it happening. But yeah, I give it an 8.9 on the site. What would you give it? I think I'd give it an 8.5. An 8.5, yeah. It's really good. I really liked it. It's a very enjoyable issue. And there's, I've said, we'll nitpick and just make fun of things because we like to laugh about nonsense. But it's a fun book all the way through. Yes, it is. I agree. Who, that Batman, Eric? That that time we talked about that Batman book. It was like it was yesterday. That time it was like it was yesterday night. Yeah, the next book that we're going to talk about is Superman. That was a book that you reviewed. I did Batman on the site. Um, Superman is one that you review, and I'm regretting that I don't. That I'm so happy that I is got actually, this book and rebirth. That is actually the first book that I have read of yours that I thought, God darn it, I wish that I reviewed that book. I wish I did. Because I loved it. You'll hear. I go on and on. On and on, Eric, if I remember. Because I remember when we talked about that Superman book. Remember that time we talked about the Superman book? I do remember it, but it's getting a little cloudy now. It's getting cloudy. You know what? Maybe we need a refresher. So what do we have next, Eric? 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 We've got Superman number one, written by Peter J. Tomasi, with art by Patrick Gleason, Mick Gray, John Calise, and Rob Lee. Well, the pre-Flashpoint Superman family has settled into their new farmhouse digs in upstate New York, and while we don't have Superman taking on Lex Luthor or Doomsday here, we do have a young John Kent, or the Smiths as they're known here, finding out that having powers isn't all it's cracked up to be. Yes, he finds that out. Now, I, I would agree with you, Eric. This one is number one. Number one. I really like With this. a bullet. And, and why? With a heat vision. <laughs> with a heat vision. We really enjoyed the uh, Superman, Lois and Clark book. And this is obviously, this is the book, though it's Tomasi writing it, this seems to be the book that's kind of the, you know, continuation. the next phase yeah. at the continuation. And I loved it. And I love the fact that this is the book that we're going to get John. And we were talking before. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, hey, I love the fact that the Batman and Robin team are on this book. Yeah, and this does, to me... If you love Batman and Robin, which I did, then you'll love this book because this is the super Batman. This is, you know, this is super the opposite Superman. end of the it's, spectrum. Yeah, it's the the other way, but it's still the same thing. It's yeah. it's almost exact, really, it, it, to the point where maybe some people might be angry. But Fuck it that. is it's good. It is Superman trying to teach his son how to be a man, how to be a Superman, you know, all that. Superman. And we're seeing this through the eyes of John, this issue at least. I actually hope that we do get to continue seeing it that way. I like the uh, negativity. I, I wanna, I'm saying I, I do really enjoy the, uh, like, we're the, uh, they're seeing through the eyes of John for the most part. We're supposed to step in his shoes here. I do not want it to continue forever like that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind if we go that sort of route. And it's not just through him because it does start. I know. I'm saying, though, we see, you know, say, but, but we are pretty much stepping into the shoes yes, of John but here in the, the most in, part of the book. They have, they're going to have that Super Sons book, but that's yeah. going to be more of a crazy, wacky, me and Damien. No, I can't about. wait for that book after this. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. But I think that where you're going to see the, you know, becoming Superboy and all that is going to be here. And I like the way they do it. I like that instead of us being told, like Superman telling John how to do things, we're seeing that he is learning how to do it himself. He's trying to do it. He, he fails, fails this issue, time. but he fails in a way that it makes sense to me. This is what it's almost like a Damien where, you know, Damien would go out and say, you know, at the beginning, hey, I'm going to make Batman proud and go and slice eight throats and comes <laughs> back and goes, but, but they're, I stopped them. And but no, they were no, bad no. guys. But in this, I really liked it even more because John is doing things that he's not telling people. So he's, he's coming up with his own ideas and stuff like that, but he wants to be good. But we'll go, we'll start. It's, it's really weird because it, there's a duality here between Batman and Robin in this, but like where Damien was raised to be this assassin and that's all he knew and then had to overcome that. We have John believing, you know, He's a regular kid, but now who, he's just you know, now. And now he's cursed. It's the opposite, and it's, it's like the it's a gift. Yeah, and it's a curse. Yeah, yeah, and it, not only that, but then he gets upset later, 
in the issue because, you know, they have to lie about it. It's like the Incredibles. Exactly. You, know, oh, you made me lie and all. And that it was perfect the way I think Tomasi wrote a younger kid. I thought it worked like, well for a child. And yeah. I thought I would do myself tell you because I stepped in the shoes of John in this. Yeah. And I loved it because we'll, we'll start out the book. Where John gets to see Superman. Oh, you know what? I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, on that because one. at the beginning they we just got that it's real him at, Yeah, it's at him. And I think that the the reason why this was there, they have this crazy thing where Superman's there and he's at the grave, the fresh grave of Clark in Smallville yes. with the Kents. He's there, and I, I really do think that most of this scene was just to tie it into the rebirth to show yeah, we had to that have that we had to have the obligatory mr oz talk yeah and he says that and i i really do think that that's all and why i liked it so much is it's pretty much you know two panels or two pages yeah you're it's really quick you get a really odd thing where clark's there and he's talking it's i like it too because he only knew they only said a couple words to each other him and Superman. But, they weren't close friends. But they're the same person. I know. So that's why I really like it. You get it here where I think that you – I got the idea thinking that now it, it's hit him that, you know what? I had myself here, my brother, he calls him. He says, yes. sleep well, brother. And he never got a chance to even really talk to him. And he had tried all the steps he thought he had to bring him back. And he he can't do it here, so he's he pretty much at this point. I gotta go says, call my brother Jim. And he, has, he pretty much I'm not gonna call my asshole brother. <laughs> oh fucking if if he was there, I'd hit him over with the shovel and bury him again if he came up. But yeah, uh, he says like I know you're not gonna come back, sleep well, brother. And I think this is like his final goodbye. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's gone. He's there. Exhausted all options here. Yeah. There's nothing left to do and but he, to take up the mantle himself. Kind of puts his hand down to like give him a goodbye, and then pulls it up, and it's a glowing, and it's very ambiguous. It's very odd. Don't know what's going on. He seems to think something about it because he does go, huh? And then he's like, hey, Mister Oz said this, and now this, and you're wondering like. What, what? And maybe somebody out there knows that there's something that this means or whatever. Tell me I this don't. has something to do with the Oblivion Stones? I don't know. But then he's like, hey. And I really like this. He actually says, I think you'd be happy to know I put the black suit aside. Yeah. And I've been, we've been at half mass long enough. And it was kind of like that whole thing. Like, why did he, when, when did he wear the black suit? For years. Well, I'm saying, but when did he start wearing it? In Lois and Clark. I don't, I don't know what you're No, I'm saying that. back in – wasn't that the – Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, back in the 90s when he came back from when the he dead. Came he back, the, yes. That's what he's saying here is like I wore that suit when I came back from the dead. Fuck it. I'm done with that. We're done with that. Now you, Doug, fuck it. I am now super – like this to him is more than just, hey, I'm wearing a suit because it's you. He's saying it to himself. He says, we've been at half mass long enough. That was him coming back and saying, I came back from the dead. Look at me. No, it's done. The black suit's gone. He has the super suit. Now, you didn't like because they didn't explain it, but I really I just really wanted a quick that. throwaway line is what but I wanted. But there it was. Now, it's an issue late for you. Yeah. But I really like that he is not – I thought – Oh, he got that suit out because he wants people to believe he's Superman. No, he he's wearing the new suit that he seems to have made because it's now time for him to get over it. That to him is time him. to move on. Yeah, and he's going to move on and become Superman again the way he was before. And I love it. I thought that was so great. It actually gave me the chills a little because he is saying that. He's done, you know, half mass. We're not, we're nobody's fucking caring about that anymore. And then he rips open his jacket. He's got the super suit, you know. And you know what's funny arm. to me? I really got into this book. I have to personally. I think this is the weakest part of the book. These two pages. Well, again, I think that it is a um, getting you from where you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a connection. Um, you have to point. do something. I mean, they could have said like, boy. You know, Lana, this and that. No, they did this, and it, it continues. But I really like. Hey, they, honestly, they didn't have to say anything because, like, let's say we're sitting around the freaking, you know, the Smith family table having breakfast, and Superman's just talking, so we can have that exposition going. Yeah. Seems like this Superman keeps everything close to the chest. He doesn't tell Lois about. He this. doesn't tell that, but that's why I like that he's talking. Oh yeah, yeah, I get this. It. I like that he's talking to who he thinks is Superman that'll never His come. Inner back. voice. I really like that, and but he's just ta- he's talking to the dead Superman. And I really like it. And he's pretty much saying to him, like, I'm going to continue on. You know what? Almost like, you know, you didn't die for nothing. I'm going to carry on. Even the whole thing he says, I I wish that he would have brought this up because he says, yep, Lana, you know, she did fulfill her promise. promise. There was a promise that Clark told this Superman as well. 
right before he punched me, said, I'm glad because they're going to need somebody to protect them, and then punched them. And that's where he got them off of him and, and Cala, Connell. 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 And that's what he's doing now. And I wish he would have said, you know what, I had I had a promise too, or whatever. But I like. Then you go to the the splash screen, the credit screen. You see, you know, the history. And I really liked that. Yeah. Really liked it. And uh, but that's when you get John. It, it switches right from there to the Smith Farm. And I know a lot of people had the problem with, but I I didn't. They changed their name. They're fucking. Oh no, I just went with to the stay whites. out. Yeah, I just they had the whites for Perry. They they threw that out, but now they had to go. And you also, they left that house in, what was it, like San Bernardino or whatever it was? California. In California. That, uh, shit was going wrong there. It was on fire. <laughs> they left. The they whites are dead. You do not need people coming for fucking insurance, people asking <laughs> questions. You know, next thing Clark's arrested for arson. You don't need that shit. You make up a new name. I'm telling you, you get out the fuck go from California to here, you change everything. And that's what they did. So I'm telling, I had no problem with it at all. I think they changed animals too. Well, they, they must have because we go in there and the barn is on fire. And I, I, the one thing I thought is like, hey, there's the lightning strike woke me up. The barn's on fire. I wish he would have just blown the fire out, but I guess that would fan the flames. <laughs> but he, John is looking. It's a tough call. That, well, John is lower, you know, super, doesn't he still have that freeze breath? No. Can he kiss the barn so it forgets? <laughs> forgets the barn it's forgets fire. it's on fire. So you get there and he, the barn's on fire, and Superman's saving the animals. It's a great Superman moment. It and is. you look and there's John, and he's doing the the narration. But the all eyed, you know, like the fucking gigantic eyes looking and on. I'm and telling all. you, they did it so well too because he's looking. And at the little thumbs up, and Superman gives the thumbs up, and then you turn the page, and it's the big page with Superman or John giving his dad the thumbs up. And I'm telling you, with Art Patrick Gleason, it it's like you can sense the pride. <laughs> I, I, I love this issue, and you can just tell how happy he is, and also to me how the issue goes, he's also happy to think to himself like, I have those powers too. And I'm going to be able to save people and all that. And in the, I'm going to be uh, him someday. Yes. And in that panel, he has the parademon little toy that you like. He has some Legos and some – looks like a RoboCop actually to me, the other one that's sitting Now it's down. a RoboCop? It's a weird – no, the one that's laying next to the army guy. It, it has a weird chest, but the, the face to me looks like saying. a RoboCop. But then they have like what looks like a Cyclops. And I laugh so hard because his arm's missing. And I think that Lois went and got that at the uh, – like at a garage sale. And then said that Skeletor cut the, the arm <laughs> off, and John loves it. But he's got his little toys there. And again, it's so good because he's there. He sees his dad is happy. We know that he is a super-powered being, but he's also a kid. You see his toys there. I think they did it really well. And then there's when Goldie comes in. Goldie, the cat. What's up, Goldie? I forgot the cat's name was Goldie. And to me, I'm it. all I knew was Ranger was a dog. Cats have nine lives. One of those ended over Colorado. Yes. They, they dropped Goldie and Ranger. Where's Ranger in this, too? Ranger's doing stuff. He's, he's doing stuff and whatever he, he does. But they, they point they out took Goldie. took him to a farm where he's going to play and be happy oh, forever. Yeah. He's that old guy who just happened to drive by had a farm. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, Goldie, there'll be more mice out there. And I, I Again, this whole thing, they have a lot of these family moments that we loved in the And I like seeing farm. Clark on a farm again. Yeah, and he's on a farm lifting fucking, you know, rebar and fucking concrete. It and it's classic Clark. Yeah, it's I great. And uh, even Lois, she, you know, gives him shit. She's like, hey, you know what? That's the last flannel I get. And he's like, you know what, Lois? I, I hate to tell you, flannel went out in the 90s. I, I kind of don't like the flannel anymore. You I'm glad you said that. You, yeah. Every goddamn Christmas, more yeah, and more every flannel. Christmas, flannel. You know, I don't you know what like, I like flannel. Maybe a new iPhone. How about that, yeah, Lois? He, and he's I like, need to call people, and too. And he's like, hey, Lois, you see this shirt I'm wearing? You know what they call it? They call it a wife beater. You better start fucking minding your fucking <laughs> business, bitch. You're, you're going to be in big fucking trouble. But, yeah, and then uh, the Clark is like, hey, we're going to – John wants to know. We're going to do this barn. We're going to do this. No, not you're yet. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, not yet. We're going to go from there. And I love it when he's like, yes, sir. And he goes. Yeah. And then uh, Clark's like, hey, go out. 
you know what the uh, what is it the corn harvester the corn harvester needs gas it ran out of gas go fill it up and he goes to run off I'm like where's the gas <laughs> he doesn't take any gas with him but he's a child he's stupid he <laughs> runs off he's like hey get him Goldie Goldie's chasing him Goldie's chasing a mouse I, this cat is so special I've never had a cat in my life that actually runs around with you and stuff cats like they like again honestly he, I'm he thinking say, why is he not running around with the dog at this point he would say. Hey, Goldie, come on, go get him, Goldie. And Goldie, bitch, please. I don't have time for your shit. Goldie would be off somewhere in the fucking shade, fucking sitting there doing some shade. bad Cats shit. Cats love the sun. I think they love anything but running around like this. But, yeah, they go, and that's where you see that a hawk is – and it's not a chicken hawk, Eric. I'm a chicken hawk. The hawk. You know what I'm saying, though? My freaking – I'm going to see my Mimo tomorrow put flowers on my daddy's grave. Yeah. And she just had a bunch of kittens, and all of them died except for one that used to follow her around. And she told me on the phone this week, she it was sitting right next to her, and a chicken hawk came down and took it. Chicken hawk. It's not a chicken hawk. That's what she said it was. I think it's just a hawk. I no, I'm saying in real life. Yeah. No, I'm saying I think that most of these things are pro- – I don't know what a chicken hawk to a hawk is. I don't need to why. I'd have to look this up between freaking books. But I, know yeah. they go to, I know they go to roosters and ask for help about how to find chickens. They do, and then they listen, son. <laughs> I say, I, I say, say, I say, you're bothering me, son. Go get that goldie, son. Ah, I'm a chicken hawk. But yeah, he gets the, the the cat gets taken by the hawk, and there's John. Now, also, like I said, you've already seen John see his dad save all these animals. He's there. John reacts. This is not him saying. Oh, I'm going to kill something. I'm going to do this. He reacts. He is freaking out. Now, he could have maybe flew up and punched the – Honestly, I don't even think he meant to do the heat yeah. vision. He just yelled, let her go, and burned the shit out of both the hawk and the, the cat. The Nobody cat gives a dead. shit about the hawk. I know. The cat, is the, cat, the cat is dead. It's dead. It's burned oh to God. a crisp. And John is so upset. And, yeah. he's, and he goes and he gets the little collar – he broke his promise because he told his dad he wouldn't use his powers unless, you know, his dad was around. They were going to work on it. And as he's crying, he looks I was up. shocked. Yeah, well, and there's a little girl happened. there, and I got so upset. And it was not because of animal rights. This it's first because off, John then said no witnesses. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then burned the shit out of that girl <laughs> because he learned that from his dad's treatment of the flannel with his mother. That's right. The, I learned it from you, dad. <laughs> but no, what happened, it's such a good – you're telling a story. Tomasi is using this to show again that with great power comes great responsibility, Eric. Sure but also does, that yeah. he is not ready, that he reacts. I, this is a lot of things that are thrown in here. Not once did I say to myself, man, this just shows me because I don't know who is going to read this and use their heat vision on a cat. I don't know. Some fact, lady I was fighting with on goddamn Facebook this week. Yeah. And what did she say? What, she, what does she it. think? Does she think that somebody's going to see this and see how heartbroken John is and think that it would be good to burn a cat? And because I'm sure she said, he's showing that you should burn a cat. What good happens from this cat being burned? I was talking to this lady, and she's talking about how unnecessary this was, how awful, and animals' cruelty and all this stuff. I'm like – and I'm trying to explain. This was very important to show us the gravity of the situation and the depth where this – how – it's a life and death situation with these powers all the time. And she's like – and you need this to step into the shoes of John here. And she's like, I don't need to go out and burn an animal to step on. Whoa, whoa. I didn't say emulate the character. And also, I said, I, you should have called me. Called me over. I would have been on there because I would have said, okay, John doesn't do anything. What happens? That cat's dead. It's dead. He reacts because he's trying to save it and realizes, uh, to me, this is very similar to Max Landis's American Alien. I believe it was the second issue. Second issue, yeah. Where those pieces of shit came back to the town and they, they were going to kill the family. And John, sh- or John Clark shows up and he can't control his powers and burns the shit out of that guy's arms. He Fuck, has no arms, arms left. Right off. I didn't see anybody complaining about that. And you said people care more about the fucking, you know, cats than people. But it's not even that. Number one, this is a comic. This is a comic book. Oh, and dude. it is proving a point. I'm saying I was seeing on Twitter this week freaking people tell, talking to Dan Abnett and shit like that. I'm or not Tomasi. talking uh, Tomasi. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, saying, 
why do we have to have this? I'm like, and uh, I keep wanting to say Dan. Tomasi's all like, look, I, I did not come to this decision lightly. There's no. going to be a payoff in the next enemy. And I'm so happy because there's so much animal cruelty in the world. And I'm like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? You're this, reading a goddamn comic book. The thing is, this is something where you're showing you. Ha- he's this using, is really important. It's a sto- yes, he, he has to show you something that John learns this lesson. And for the rest of his life. Yes. And it can't just be, I said, I made a joke. And I said, what are, what are, were they supposed to do? Sit Lois say, Hey, John, you know, you, you promised us you'd make breakfast in bed. Okay. Oh my God. I didn't do it. I forgot. I'm going to make toast with my heat vision. Oh no, I burned it. That's yeah. what, and you said. That's that, what the lady said. That's oh, what the lady this, said. This is a Superman family and, book. He should have just been burning toast at the kitchen I, table. Are you kidding me? And when I said that to you, Legitimately, this is not me lying and making up a story. I did say that yeah. to you. I was thinking about what a moron would say because yeah. that's moronic. That that doesn't show you because he burnt toast. The only person mad about burning toast is Katana. Katana. That's the only one. But yeah, you, you have this in, in every oh, comic, nice. really. Yeah. You have this in comics where you, you have to show. So something bad does have to happen. Unfortunately, it's his cat. I, I must be horrible. Because I felt bad for John because he I was, was trying you know, to do I, something good. I was shocked for the cat. I'm like, oh my god, they just killed a cat. Al- I burned the cat alive, and then like, you know, I keep reading then, and you know, I'm just sitting here feeling how shocked John must be, and then the shame when he yeah. has to come back and he has because to sit it keeps there and have going. breakfast, and-, and then he's having breakfast, and Lois keeps saying, you know what, we don't see Goldie, and it's perfect because it's almost like when you you uh, you hurt your elbow. And you never hit your goddamn elbow until you hurt your elbow, yeah. and you, everybody's fucking hitting your elbow. Hey, buddy, hit your elbow, you fucking asshole. Twist that knife a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and yeah, it's just he wants to tell them, but he doesn't. He's like you said, He's there's a- shame, there's hurt, and uh, in the meantime, this girl does see him, and we do suspect, and it kind of leads into that that'll be his Lana. That'll be his friend that he meets who does know he has powers because then they're at the dinner table. Really weird. I, I don't know, man. If I was her and even looking at her with those gigantic um, fucking eyes, she is scared as hell. Oh, yeah, like, she I, is. She does not want to be at the Smith family farm dropping off milk from her grandpa's dairy farm I across the way. I actually think she wants to see him again. I know that she's looking, but it's That shit is tense. When they say, though, about the cat, she seemed okay until then. I, even when she comes in, she doesn't seem – I don't know. I think that maybe once he looks at her mean that she's like, oh, shit, I better watch my P's and Q's. I Damn heard right. about these wife beaters, the Smiths. But – uh I, the only like, thing at the one point John is trying to escape inside of his shirt. Yeah. Well, and the he does one, yes, not want to yes. be here. Now, the one point made me laugh because then you have to remind people that Lois is an author. <laughs> you get this whole but procrastinating versus thinking, and I'm uh, like, okay, get off of this, please. And then she then she turns it around. Hey, I haven't seen that cat of ours yet. You didn't see it when it fucking dropped it over Colorado. Get me a flannel. Yeah. I'm looking now. Yeah, Clark has a. We Clark, love this, Lois. How dare Clark you? has a button-up uh, blue. He doesn't have a flannel on anymore. He's no, like dinner time. You dress up for I hope it's from now house. on he does not have a flannel on the rest of the series because he's taught her. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up the next issue. Start. She's got a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, was burned alive here, John. Is so yeah. Well, you know what? You can't be worse than that. So I'm just I'm laying it on. You can get yeah, there. You can uh, get there. The girl shows up and she's like, "Oh, you know what? Uh, my dad. We just moved in. Grandpa. Got a grandpa. Dairy, uh, grandpa. Well, yeah, but dairy farm here. He wants you to have this milk." And I'm Kathy like, "Kathy Brandon." Yeah, I, I don't I don't know about you, but the milk that they have, like, it always seems to me it would be very warm. And I wouldn't want their damn milk. I think it's bad. But, uh, yeah, John's trying to escape. <laughs> they mention, hey, uh, listen here. Tell me you wouldn't take free stuff. Get the fuck uh, out of here. I, hey, I may do that. I'd give it to my kids. I wouldn't like it. I'd give it to them. They can they can projectile vomit all over the place with that. But, yeah. And uh, it's a big point, though, when or a big part of this where they say, hey, by the way, <laughs> you see a cat around? Like, all of a sudden, I have not. In, in Lois and Clark – I do not remember them mentioning that cat more than once. I'm and telling you, I, we didn't even know the name until this issue. Yeah, in my so, mind, I, I think they did say it before, but because I, I did say it, and then I, I know forgot, Ranger. I knew I that. Forgot it then, but yeah, they're like, "Hey, you know, you have this," and and they're like, "Did you see it?" And she looks at John and like, "No, no," but I'll put a saucer out. Like that's their bond right now. And obviously, to me, they're going to be out there. John's going to be on the swing. 
and she's going to come by and like I I saw what happened and then hey, he's offensive, but then she's going to be like, I think it's great. Woo! Wait, can you burn some toast, baby? I heard your dad don't like that flan. Hey, I like fire too. Let's yeah. go burn things. She's the fire starter. She's a oh, goddamn. She's shit. from the village of the damned here with her blue yeah. eyes and blonde hair. She's children of the corn. Holy shit! Where's Malachi? So they be an ugly somewhere. So then, and John, then John is going to take it out. He's like Clark starts talking to him. Clark John starts. He starts screaming. You know, you're using me as an excuse to be a bunch of liars. And he, he's well, yeah, right. he's lashing out because yeah. he's upset. He's very defensive and combative. Yes. And it's great. And it then works what's so great well. That's too, a kid thing to do. And what's great about it? He yells at his dad. And then goes upstairs crying because he's and upset. He gets, and he gets he did, grounded. And he didn't want to yell at his dad either. Oh. Yeah, he goes to the room. He's not, you know, he's not crying there because he's grounded to me. He's crying because he just yelled at his dad. We already saw his dad's everything to him because his dad does not let him have friends, Eric. That he's, <laughs> he is a shut-in. Yeah, he's thinking to himself, listen, if my dad doesn't like me, I'm done. I am done like Goldie. I know, but, dude. Yeah. And by the end of the issue, I'm afraid of that as well. Yeah, well, he's out. He's looking out the window and Wonder Woman and Batman come up and and he's like, it's to me, it's awesome because he's like, huh? Whoa! Because that is cool. They're that, right. Having them show up is so cool. For and then just kids. the freaking the the silhouette of Superman opening the well, door, the silhouette, the shadow in front of them. Here's the deal, yeah, the shadow. But here's the deal that that gets me here is Superman comes out very aggressive. Uh, yeah. But I don't know why. Because, because these people are at his home. Yeah, but th- there are heroes. He knows they're heroes. He knows that they – he left them when Clark died and said, we'll talk about this later. Now, again – This is his private place. That's actually – I will say one thing as well. Why does Wonder Woman have that sword out? There's no reason for it. And Batman's – they're, they're, it's a very aggressive very. stance there. They are talking about things. And, yeah, then John's trying to use the super hearing that – I don't know. It's a little shoddy. Yeah. <laughs> he is he right. He fucking practice. I see him too. up in that window. He should be able to hear them. Yeah, <laughs> they're talking, and you just get, crack it a little bit, yeah, John. Damn. Yeah, yeah, you get the, uh, you know, bits and pieces of what they're saying, and it, it kind of is supposed to throw you off. Kind of go from there. Now they're talking, and it's talking about power levels. Uh, we reached out, still a stranger, which I do think the we reached out, still a stranger, is to him. I think yeah, that so he, they're like, hey, you know what? We've reached out to you. One Superman's dead, obviously that. But then it's like my family, the boy. I told you, dangerous to others. Now, that might be him saying that, Superman. I don't right. think Batman and Wonder Woman are saying he's dangerous to others. If I don't think anything, I know anything about the boy. He's saying, listen, my family, I have this boy, I told you. He told – somebody told somebody. Somebody. But yeah, if it's like I told you, he has powers. He's Snitches still dangerous to others, off limits, whatever. Um, but they're, they want something. And then it ends with – the thing that threw me off, it ends – Superman goes in. Quiet and quickly, you're coming with me. Oh my! I'm not not even that because while they're talking, all of a sudden they both like all three of them look up and it looks like they're looking at John. John recoils in a fucking horror. There's a crash and then freaking you see Wonder Woman and Batman to, like you know leave. Now I, and then I, it's just I, John I also, in the dark room and I then actually, Superman comes in. I look because I really wanted to see when Wonder Woman was flying off that she was holding Batman. Because we never really see that. I wanted Batman. Like, Batman cannot get a break. He's always getting flown around places. And to me, it would have been so funny because when they land, he's like, okay, you go first. And then Wonder Woman walks out and then he comes out like he walked. It made <laughs> drop me, me like, off around the oh, corner. Yeah, that's what I think. It's, it's like a 2 a.m. girlfriend. You drop me off there. I'll, I'll get myself home. But yeah, it made me laugh so much because I really wanted to see <laughs> Superman's or Batman's feet dangling with Wonder Woman, but it's not. You kind of see something going on. I don't but, know. But yeah, John's very scared. All of this, he's been scared the whole issue about what happened. He's been embarrassed. He doesn't want his dad to be mad at him. And his dad comes in and says, you're coming with me. And now, John, here this it is. looks like you're fucking cruising for a bruise. I loved it. I loved oh, it. I love the character of John. I love the way Clark is. I love the beginning when he's talking to the dead Superman. I love this more than any issue that I've read in Rebirth so far, especially the number ones. And because I gave Wonder Woman a 9.7, I'm going to have to give this a 9.71. I'm not going to go 9.8, but I'll go 9.7 as well. What did you yeah. give it? You gave it I give it an 8 out of 10. That, that is it for the books of the week. Uh, I just want to make a little service, uh, public service announcement. I am not all for women beating. I'm not at, at for that That's at all. 
not for that at all. I don't know what Clark's actual opinion on it. Uh, you know, I don't know, by the end of that issue, it looks like child beating's on the list now. It does. I don't know what's going to go on. But yeah, if you like her, or if you're a regular listener, I just want to tell you what we're going to have on the regular podcast. Uh, we're going to have an intro, Eric. I'm going about my, my thing. We're going to have news. You're going through the whole outline I miss, now? Yeah, like, I'm going to be talking about that stuff without you because you will be going away. Now, next week, we'll be back to the normal podcast, how we always do it. And I'll have to admit – I miss that singing of the news that you do. News, news, yeah, news. we don't have that. We'll also have listener mail. Last week's listener mail. Holy crap, it was long. I know, I listened. Yeah, it was. And then uh, Brandon will be doing a review. And then we'll be having the books, which will be Batman. We just heard Batman number one. We'll also have Superman number one, which you just heard as well. But we'll also have Titans Rebirth number one. Green Lantern number one. Green Arrow number one. I'm going down my list. Yeah. Justice League number 51. Keep going. Dark Knight Returns, Last Crusade, number one. Now, I say this. There's a possibility that it won't be on. I know that it's a big book. Just doesn't interest me with things going forward the way they are. But I I think we'll at least address a little. You have New Suicide Squad, number 21, which will be the somewhat end. This actually ends the Tim Seeley new – is it uh, Greg Pak? I don't even know who does it anymore. Here do I. I I thought it was Tim – it ends that, but Seeley I... Sealy sounds right to me, but yes, I don't I think know. It, I think it is Sealy. And then what is going to happen is next month we have a Sean Ryan's back, Eric, and I think oh, it's... Oh, nice. Good. Well, we love Sean Ryan, so... It's not Rebirth, though. Uh, we will also be talking Swamp Thing number six, which will end that miniseries. Then we'll also be talking Poison Ivy number six, ends that miniseries. Can't end that quick enough, Eric. And uh, Scooby, Scooby Apocalypse number two. And then we'll have our pick of the week, and, and we'll go through what's next week and all the other nonsense and fun that we have. But, yeah, most of it will be all with that good stuff. half of it will be me and Reggie again and then half me and you. And then next week we'll be back to the normal back to roster, back to the basics, a little rebirth, if you will. Ah. But, yeah, so thanks for downloading this, and if you care to, listen to our other podcast, the main one, and then you'll probably hate us, right? Probably. Probably everybody hates us. Um, but until then, no, have then, a good week. Keep yep. it weird. We'll see you in seven. Please. Oh, 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 oh.